Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Power pizza is king. Hashtag power pizza is king. Funny thing about slogans, right? About slogans. Theirs is we're the second best pizza. Tower Pizza. Those are my friends. My brother, very. They call me the fifth Saragella. Four brothers that own and operate that restaurant in Estevan, Tower Pizza, and they say we're the number voted number two pizza. Everybody says, well, who's number one? We don't know, but we're number two. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yeah. Yes, we are. Hi, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Welcome to the RP Show Hour Two. As you can see, ta-da, I'm in South Florida. Man, have I got a lot of stories. I feel like we just, just got to where? We're an hour down. Muth, uh, Muth, <laughs> Muth is with us in Toronto. Come on in, Darren, Muth DuPont. You How you doing, man? Teeth for Christmas How are you doing? Or what? <laughs> yes, all I want for Christmas. What's your favorite Christmas? Mine keeps changing. That doesn't surprise, like my favorite I NHL team. My favorite Christmas carol keeps changing. I, I'm really liking Burl Ives. Have a holly jolly Christmas. Yeah. I like that. I just, there's, a, there's very few that I don't love. But is there one I off know. the top of your head that you love Probably the most? Bing Crosby with the Christmas song, you know, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Yeah. Voice yep. so deep. Yeah, that's probably it. When I was doing local radio, as you know, in Saskatchewan, I always ended off my last show before Christmas with George Strait, Merry Christmas, straight to you. And I just used that the other day on one of my Instagram stories and Facebook stories. I got to still go with George, my guy. But I like that old classic stuff, too. Anyways, man, are we having a lot of fun. Uh, on the program today, 902-518-3033 is the number to text us. Do not adjust your sets. This is a day where if you're listening on the radio, you're, you got at some point, if you're listening on WQEE right now, find a screen or go back and look at the show on YouTube or Game Plus TV. This shirt today from a whole life clothing brand here in Florida, whole life. Uh, they did up these shirts in Florida Panthers colors. We started something, Moose. It says RP Show on it. It's in Florida Panthers colors. I'm going to wear it for the Cats and Bolts podcast. We're taping two episodes this week. Mydale Mike. You know Mike? You know Mydale yeah. Mike? He's written in and says, are the shirts for sale in Chicago Blackhawks colors? And did you know the Chicago Blackhawks use the same colors <laughs> as the Mydale Mustangs? Yes, I know all of it. And the shirts are, and I think we started something, man. We got to get, get it going here. This is, um, what can I say? Florida Panthers, the design is from Whole Life, the clothing brand here, and I think that could become very popular. So uh, the poll question today, I should throw this out right now. What's tonight's game of the night in the National Hockey League? 
And the poll questions brought to you daily by our friends at Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, they're driven by safety. Experience peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. There really are, although there are five games, there are really only two options as far as I'm concerned tonight. I'm voting for the Florida Panthers at the Calgary Flames. And nobody's really answered me yet because I think they don't know the, an the answer to this. What kind of reception is Matthew Kachuk going to get in the Saddledome? He was, it was a mix of boos and cheers. And when I say mix, it wasn't like one half of the crowd was booing, one half was cheering. It was they all started booing and then it morphed into a cheer. I did the math on the weekend, Darren. He played 540 games for the Flames. They love him in Calgary, but he asked for a trade, and he left, and he got his trade request, ended up taking his team to the Stanley Cup final. Um, I, what I think will happen tonight is there'll be boos, but less of them, but he's still going to hear some, I would think. He admitted going to the rink a year ago, very uh, anxious, stomach queasy. I don't know if you've ever faced a situation like that. I know the feeling. Basically, doing something you don't want you don't want to do, but you know you have to. It's not a good feeling, and I, he's probably got a little of that this afternoon too. There's probably a little bit of that. There will be that every time he goes back into Calgary. Um, yeah, I don't know if it'll be a a real um, decisive reaction one way or the other. I think it'll be a little mix. I think for the most part, um, the fans will be respectful, um, but probably a few boos. Probably a few boos. We'll see how he does in warm-ups, like, you know, if he's, uh, you know, interacting with any of the kids at the glass or any of that kind of stuff, too, right? That always goes a long way. So uh, it should be a fun night, nonetheless. That's my vote. If I recall, that was your vote for the game of the night in the NHL. And the other option is the Montreal Canadiens at the Winnipeg Jets. And we've talked about the Jets. I... I've never dumped on the Jets all year long. Not going to start now. Why would I? They're playing their best hockey that they've played in a very long time. I'm talking years. Set a club record for seven consecutive games, holding the opponent to two goals or less. And uh, there's nothing to do. Just don't screw with it. Don't screw with it. You got everything. You said it all last hour. They locked up their stars long-term, Hellebuck and Shifley. They got rid of the cancer that nobody would talk about in Blake Wheeler. He's gone. Uh, they change coaches. They got everything they need. So they don't, I don't believe they need to augment at the trade deadline. Let's remember one thing. Last year at the trade deadline, Bill Zito, the GM of the Florida Panthers, he was one, I think he was the only GM who didn't make one move. He didn't make one move at the trade deadline, Bill Zito, because he believed in his dressing room, and they ended up going all the way to the Stanley Cup final. I'm enjoying, by the way, this new start, this new lease on life here. I've learned a lot of things from my past life, and one of those is arguing on social media. I'll just say this. A guy came at me. He's like the czar of hockey or something like that. He came at me on the weekend. Well, this is, he said that Dale Talon ruined the Florida Panthers for years, the former GM of the Panthers, who his last season here was 2021. It's two years ago, three years ago. And I was like, maybe it was 2020, whatever, not that long ago. I'm like, I kind of engaged for a second. I said the Panthers were on their way to being in the playoffs for a sixth straight year. Not even Vegas can say that. They've hung a President's Trophy banner in the rafters, an Eastern Conference title banner in the rafters, and an Atlantic Division title in the rafters. What are you talking about? He ruined the franchise. And then the guy just went nuts. And I'm like, whoa, not arguing with anonymous accounts. We're done. And the guy goes, what's there to argue? I've embarrassed you. I'm, nope, done, done. 
It's a nice, you know what I mean? Because with, you know, as yeah. voice of the writers, I got in these war with these wars with fans and other media, and you get so dug down in the hole, you're like, how did I get in this? And now I'm like, I'm not even, not even starting. Not even starting. It's, it's like, nice. It's like, well, it's like saddling up to somebody at the Christmas party. You know, you think you're going to have a healthy little debate about something. What you don't realize is that you're on your first Christmas cocktail. He's on his eighth, and he's got an agenda. You know, and he wants your ear for right. the next hour. Oh, you know, you, no. sometimes you just need to realize it. And it's like, oh, he's not here for the right same reasons I am. I'm going to walk away. Bobby Lowe's says it. Bobby Buffalo's. Keep your feet moving. Just keep your feet moving. <laughs> yes. Don't stop. Just keep going. Bobby Lowe's says it. Um, what are you laughing at? Well, that's good advice. Good advice. Oh, yeah. Losey's full of it. Full of good advice. Um, yeah. Allie in Texarkana says, the shirt would look nice in black and victory green. No. <laughs> Again, talked a whole life about that. <laughs> I was talking to some former STARS employees, of which there are many former STARS employees, a while back. And they're with different teams now. And they're like... We hate the Dallas Stars, <laughs> but our families still cheer for them. I'm like, oh, I know, right? My niece, Sydney, who uh, broadcast a game uh, a couple weeks ago, my niece, Sydney, is playing college hockey at Mercyhurst in Pennsylvania. She still cheers for the Dallas Stars because her grandpa worked for them for 26 years. And I was like, Sid, you know that there's not one single person left of that team from when grandpa was there. I don't care. I just cheer for the Stars. Cheer for whoever the hell you want. You know, because the fans forget that it's not the same people. And, it, and, and by the way, it doesn't really matter. Um, where the hell is it? Jason here. Okay, how, hang on. Ryan in Toronto writes, and he says, Hey, Rod, I picked up some sober carpenter, and it's amazing. I even tried the cider. I might have one with Monday night football, too. That's the thing. A non-alcoholic beer that's actually as good or better than real beer. It actually is. Who would have thought they could have done that? Because when I quit drinking, now almost nine years ago, it's, it's not easy. It's very difficult to quit drinking when you're an alcoholic, just so you know. And the thing was, that non-alcoholic beer, I won't name it, but it, was, it tasted like horse piss. It was that? terrible. And yet I would be taking it. On the beach in Mexico, dumping out the non-alcoholic beer, putting in the real beer, hoping nobody saw. It was exhausting. And finally, I just, ah, I'm done. Quit altogether. Uh, now I drink this stuff. I'm just like these folks. It's as good as real beer, and you don't wake up. You don't do stupid stuff. <laughs> How genius is that? That's you don't perfect. wake up the next day wondering what the hell, what the hell you did. Jeff the Stamps fan says that Burl Ives song is awesome. Very underrated forgotten singer. Oh, we're into the Christmas Carol uh, discussion here. I'm trying to find this comment from Jason and Red Deer. He goes, hey, Rod, is it hard getting into Christmas, into the Christmas spirit in the hot, sunny weather? It's 111 Eastern, just so you know. What are we talking about at this exact moment, Moose? Beautiful. I feel like I've addressed this. Have I not addressed this? Like, 
in a in a way have I not addressed this? Yeah, I think so. The Christmas thing, I guess, is a bit of a nuance. But I saw you in front of the Christmas tree the other day on your social media. Was I in front of the Christmas tree doing what? Or taking a photo of the Christmas tree. Whatever it was. It looked like it was at a shopping yeah. mall or something. Oh, that was an outdoor Christmas tree. Serena's posted a ton of the ones from our house. Uh, I'll say it one more time. Oh, okay. Thank you, Allie from Texarkana writing in. Here's it. This is how this show differs from every other sports show out there. We occasionally talk sports. Um, my mother said to me, because I was spending a lot of time in Arizona in the winter, and I thought that's where I was going to end up was Arizona. And my mom's like, oh, Roddy, I, don't, I couldn't do that. I got to have the four seasons. Don't you have to have the four seasons? I said, no. Forget the four seasons. If I never see another snowflake for the rest of my life, we're good. And I see, this is my third winter in Florida, by the way. People can't forget that or don't remember that. But I think about driving in the blizzards and on the ice-covered highways. I don't think I could do it anymore. I got PTSD to the point that I was in enough accidents the last couple of years. I don't even want to try it. So no, no problem getting into the Christmas spirit whatsoever. And maybe have some tremendous Christmas plans. You should try a snowless Christmas sometime and see how you feel about it. But uh, here's one. Allie there, she says, how was your birthday? That was on Saturday. I get up and Serena goes, hey, I got a special surprise for you. I said, oh, yeah, what's that? We're going to work out with former Oilers strength coach John Sinclair. <laughs> My look was like Dorothy on the Golden Girls that. You know what I mean? That unimpressed <laughs> stare. What? This is my birthday. I'd like to do something I enjoy. But anyways, we drove all the way over to Sunrise, and we had a fantastic workout. He, again, he trains pro athletes. He trains everybody. He lives in Sunrise. Big mansion. I think I told you. We went through the house. I was expecting a backyard like this. Go through the house. Huge pool. Backing onto this massive lake. I'm like, what the hell? His wife made breakfast for us. She's from Outlook, Saskatchewan. Turns out John and I went to the same elementary school together. Wild. So anyways, it was that. And then we went and watched kids, uh, our kids, friends, kid play hockey. And then came home and she, uh, we had a meal from one of my favorite places. So it was just, we're very low-key people. So anyways, that? But thank you for asking. Hey, so in this segment here, we're going to break... And then we'll come back and talk about what the viewers want to talk about. We've got Gene Principe coming up. Casino, Gino. I do want to talk about the last two Oilers games, their losses, and if they got goalied, because it looks like they did. 57 shots on goal against Tampa, and you lose? That was Thursday. And then they lose, they lose Saturday to the Panthers, 5-1. Here again are my top five CFL stories, and people that have just tuned in going, why are you saying that? As soon as this show's over, or almost as soon as this show's over today, we're going to tape our best of the year episode. And I don't mind. Again, Jason and Red Deer said, why are you letting it all out, divulging this? Because I'm like, I feel like people that are watching right now, what are the chances they're going to be watching? A lot of you will be watching between Christmas and New Year's, but a lot of you won't. A lot of those people weren't watching today. So there will be some suspense. Our top five CFL stories are untouched. Maybe that's because I know the CFL best. I don't know. Fifth story, Cody Fajardo signing in Montreal. Fourth story, Nathan Rourke leaving BC for the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Third story, Edmonton Elks set the pro football, the pro sports record for longest losing streak and break it after 22 straight losses at home. Sorry to laugh. 30 to 20 against Ottawa. Come Fourth or number two, Rough Riders fire head coach Craig Dickinson because that is a big story. It's the only offseason coaching change in the CFL. And number one, Montreal winning the Grey Cup. I never got to you, told you what my top five NHL stories are. Are you ready? Let's do it. Number five, Jay Woodcroft fired by the Edmonton Oilers. That was on November 12th. Number four, Alex Ovechkin surpassing Gordie Howe for number two all-time goals in his chase of Gretzky. Number three, Kyle Dubas fired by the Leafs, replaced by Brad Tree Living. Number two, the Vegas Golden Knights winning the Stanley Cup coupled with Florida going to the Stanley Cup final in the Pomo story. And number one, Kanabadad. Just two words, Kanabadad. He just does not disappoint. When we come back, thanks to you, Moose, my NFL top five is turning into this complete dog's breakfast. It's just <laughs> chicken scratches. <laughs> so we'll kick that around and some Good. of our other top five stories. And also, I'm going to speak to uh, one of the top high school football programs in America tonight at their year-end banquet. And uh, well, maybe I can get the help from our audience on putting that speech together. And we'll talk about tonight's sports as well when we come back. We are live from uh, live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, the RP Show continues on this Monday. It is... Episode number 1144 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. Let's bring in the moose. And the fact of the matter is we are on national television in Canada, across all of Canada, all 10 provinces and 31 U.S. states. But we talk about all sports. And uh, for whatever reason, the topic, like a couple things here. Um, this shirt, I didn't expect it to be the discussion topic that it has become. Uh, what are you, a medium or are you a large now, Moose? What are you squeezing into? Yeah, it depends on the shirt. So probably a large. 
Okay. I'll see if the guys at Whole Life Brand can get one to you in Toronto. But they're uh, whole-life.com, Florida clothing brand down here. They came up this specifically in Florida Panthers colors. I do, uh, I don't, I don't, do I need to remind people, this is a new time. This is what I'm doing now with my life. This is where we are. This is the chapter we're in moving forward. Dion, a very unheralded name, Dion, by the way, writes in. He says, did you get the shirt print idea from John Daly's golf pants? How about that? Guy, I didn't get the idea from anywhere. Whole life made up the shirt. They love the show, and they know that I'm the Florida Panthers guy. I'm the Florida hockey guy now. That's a thing if everybody's been paying attention. I didn't come up with the plan. Interestingly enough, John Ohm, Ohm, I don't know where my bell is. He says, uh, 2023 NFL story, Sam Howell is on pace to become the most sacked quarterback in a single season in NFL history. You looked that up, didn't you, John? I know you did. I know you did. Because I looked up the exact same thing this morning. Top NFL stories for 2023. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God, you guys. Our Navy friend, Don, let me just point this out. Because we do got to get from the Rod Squad here. Don says, plus six and rain here in Ottawa. I am not in the Christmas spirit at all. Need some snow for skiing and snowshoeing. Well, listen to you, Mr. Poopy Pants. (laughs) Feel however you want. Feel literally however you want. We're in the Christmas spirit. It's plus 24 degrees and could not be happier. To the NFL thing, here's my stories. Uh, Chicken scratch. I've got four honorable mentions. Actually, five honorable mentions. So it's actually top ten stories for the NFL. That's where they're different from every other league. They they don't just crush everybody. They destroy every other league. So the honorable mention stories are these. Of the top 100 most watched, highest rated shows on American television last year, 82 of them were NFL games. Dude, think about that. I couldn't tell you what the popular sitcoms are or the dramas. I have no idea. Because pretty much all we do here is watch sports. And if we're not watching sports, it's Netflix. And it's uh, right now we're in Shameless. Watch Watch a lot of Dateline. I would like to think Dateline is one of the 18 not NFL games that are in the top 100. But that's just an honorable mention. Some others... Sorry to say, Chris from the Bronx, but Tommy Cutlets, it's over. <laughs> it's over. The Tommy DeVito, they're declaring it over. Three-game win streak, Tommy DeVito, the, the hot story. There's a reason they call it the 15 minutes of fame, Darren. His apparently yes. over. Similar to Dustin Crum. He's my, auto, he's my CFL version of a flash in a pan. I'm sorry to say. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't. Yeah. All these young people write me and ask me, Rod, what's the secret to longevity? I really have no idea other than showing up every day and doing my best. 
apparently that's not that common. I don't know. Is that the secret to longevity? It's not, uh, it's not Tommy Cutlet's fault. He was sacked seven times. And that was a very minor story. That wouldn't make the top 10 or 15 in a lot of news headlines. Uh, another honorable mention was Josh McDaniel being fired in Vegas. These are the obvious ones. Frank Reich being fired in Carolina. And also flag football being incorporated into the 2028 Olympics. These are honorable mentions. And I mentioned flag football because it's NFL-backed and viewed as a huge component to uh, the NFL's global marketing strategy. That's news. Whether you, That's from a business standpoint. That's not on field. So I understand not a lot of our viewers would see that. But if you don't think that what happens on the field isn't started by off the field, then you're a donkey. How about that? Now, the other top five, Aaron Rodgers snaps his Achilles. Mm-hmm. That's five. Bryce Young going number one overall in the draft. When you consider this is the biggest one-two flip-flop since Ryan Leaf and Peyton Manning, that was the biggest. That's a pretty big story. That was four. Number three was the Super Bowl itself. Kansas City over Philadelphia, 38-35. Compared, only the NFL could outscoop its championship game with these two stories. Number two, Taylor Swift starts doing the funky mambo with Travis Kelsey. <laughs> and I'm only putting that in there because Darren basically wouldn't talk to me if I didn't. And uh, number one, it's still number one, Tom Brady retiring. I don't care. You're not going to. I said before you came on, this is my top stories. Maybe not the world's, but Tom Brady, seven Super Bowls. Stop it. He's the most influential NFL player of all time, and it ain't close. I agree. I agree. The only two stories, you know, when you were going through that, and I was kind of like, okay, what are my top five? I pretty much had the same list. But there was two I had on there. One, and I don't know if it'd be a 2023 or a 2024 story when it actually happens, but um, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots fall from grace, the bad year, and the rumors about him potentially being his last year would be one. Wow. And in, the, yeah. in a pop culture, another one is the Netflix series Quarterback. It's been a while since we've seen a program like that that was so widely talked about and has been such a, a point of emphasis than the program quarterback on Netflix. I thought it was one of the, the best ones that the NFL has put out in a while. Uh, it was okay. I never actually finished it. Uh, surprisingly enough, I couldn't get Serena to watch it with me. And um, I wasn't really going to watch it alone. I watched the games alone, but I wasn't going to watch a Netflix series alone. Couldn't get it. She wasn't interested. How about that? Um, How about that? A couple things here couple things here. Jordan writes in on YouTube. He's got a Flames logo as his avatar, and he says, Chucky and Johnny won't touch the cup ever. Two things immediately come to mind. We spent 60% of the first hour, at least 50%, talking about Matthew Kachuk's return to the Saddledome in hour one. So rewind if you want to see us talk about Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Gaudreau. Number two, watch your mouth. Because I know a lot of Ryder fans, because that is my background, said Cody Fajardo will never win a Grey Cup. How'd that work out for you? Large crap burger for them to eat. 
So I wouldn't be making these bold proclamations about spurn players that left your program. And I'm not going to get into this thing today that how many players need to leave, let's specifically say Calgary, how many players need to leave Calgary before Calgary looks in the mirror and says, what are we doing wrong? And while they say they're doing that, clearly they're not because it's still happening. Nikita Zadorov. You know, nobody really answered this last hour when I asked it. You know, who's wagging the dog? Who's controlling the narrative there in Calgary? Because, and, and, and when I bring up the barn burner all the time, it's because those are, those are my friends. Boomer, Rhett Warner's from Frontier, Saskatchewan. He tried to buy Gaynor's car. The old Datsun that used to run around Taylor Field with the, with the plastic mud on the top. That's Rhett Warner. Those guys are my guys. They're controlling the narrative of the Calgary Flames in Calgary from what I can see. And what they're saying is that it's, this team's not going anywhere. Sell off the assets. Let's start the rebuild. They've also been saying that for years since they were on the radio. But I think the scary thing, which the Flames also won't admit, not only admit their problems and there's something wrong, why guys go on to flourish elsewhere. Number two, are they confident they have the right people in place if they did rebuild that it would get them to where they want to go? I'm not sure they're even confident in that. Anyways, John Ohm um, says, I asked a friend once, what church do you go to on Sunday? His reply was the church of NFL. Sunday. Randy from Winnipeg says the NFL Panthers couldn't even sell $10 lower bowl tickets yesterday. Well, look at their record, brah. They're 2-14. and 14. It's, it's where we're going with sports in a lot of ways. If my team's not winning, I'm not going to support them, and that's a scary road to go down. we got to break and bring in uh, the Prince, Gene Principe. Moose, thanks. See you in a while. We're going to Edmonton next. It's the RP Show. We are live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life? Perhaps feeling hopeless? or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain. It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me or email petersonrecovery at aol.com. It's never too late. Talking sports in paradise. The RP Show continues uh, checking the poll question. The question is, what is the game of the night of the NHL? There are five in all, but we've narrowed it down to two. Winnipeg Jets home to Montreal or the Florida Panthers at the Calgary Flames. Running away with it is the Panthers at the Flames. 
And uh, let's bring in Gene Principe. Now, I always appreciate his time because he's the busiest guy in show business. Are you at the rink, Gene? Is that where you're at right now? Nope. No, I'm at the airport, Rod. How are you? I love the uh, I love the RP uh, outfit there. I feel like you were uh, playing. Uh, what, what, what was Larry Robinson with the horses and the mallet? Um, Polo. What do you call that? Polo. Thank you. Polo. Uh, yes, Mark, and not Marco. Polo. Uh, you look great. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm in the airport in Toronto, just connecting down to New York, getting set for the. Uh, final road trip before the Christmas break and uh, see how the Oilers, uh, uh, I guess, respond after winning eight in a row, then losing two. It's it's amazing how quick uh, things can change with the hopes uh, for them that it changes right back. Well, I appreciate the time. And by the way, I think I look like a rodeo clown in this, but it's a gift from the clothing brand Whole Life here in Florida. A Panthers Colors RP show. They're big fans yeah. of the show. Hey, I got to ask you this. Gene, um, last week on this show, we were asking what's the best NHL team in Canada. Scott Laughlin of SiriusXM said the orders. Yeah. On cue, they lose a couple. Was it a case <laughs> of being goalied by the Florida teams, or what happened those last two games? Um, I would say yes and maybe, uh, for sure. Uh, they said it themselves after the game against uh, Andre Vasilevsky and the Lightning. Uh, you know, things were looking pretty good through two, but uh, they couldn't quite uh, round it out through three. And while their goalie, Stuart Skinner, said, hey, you look at me, I'm, I'm the one to blame for the loss. You could look at the other end, and Vasilevsky was... Un it, it might be the best regular season performance I've seen in, well, I can't remember the last time I saw a regular season performance like that. Uh, there have been some playoff performances, certainly uh, he himself that uh, has accomplished that were above what he did against Edmonton, but that was amazing. And then Bobrovsky certainly was, was very good, uh, but I, I think the Oilers felt like they gave up too many goals in the first, were a bit weak defensively in their own zone, especially out in the slot area. And that was less goalie, but I would say, Rod, that you're right. When they did try and get back into it against Florida, Bobrovsky made, um, you know, enough to make sure it didn't get any closer than 3-1, and the final was 5-1. So, yeah, they run in, you know, and they, uh, the, there's a Russian goalie who potentially could start for uh, – for New Jersey. So I don't know if the Oilers have ever lost three straight to Russian net miners, but if he starts, we'll, we'll, we'll see. They're hoping that's, uh, that's not the case. Yeah, there's uh, <laughs> something to look up for the next Oilers broadcast, I guess. Another one for you, Gino. I won't keep you long because I know that's the, the time is tight, but we love the year-end shows. And after today's show, we're doing our year-ender. And my top five NHL stories are number five, Jay Woodcroft being fired. Sorry, yeah, number five. Number four, Olvi's chase of 99, surpassing Gordy. Yeah. Number three, Kyle Dubas fired, tree living in Toronto. Number two, Vegas wins the Stanley Cup. And number one, Connor Bedard. Am I warm? Are there any other yeah. stories that are off the top of your head? Well, I, I think another Connor had virtually the best season in, oh, know, six, 16. Well, maybe not 30 years, but pretty close. So he, he would be a, a suggestion that might fit in there somewhere. But I like... Uh, I like all those stories, and I certainly enjoyed watching Connor Bedard for the first time uh, in the NHL. I, I know you've seen him before, and I had watched him a bit at the World Juniors, but that, that seemed a bit weird, the World Juniors at that time, uh, maybe just because of the time of year it was going on. But uh, 
I like him. You know, um, he's he's unbelievably talented, and uh, he's had to go through a lot already in his young career, young life, and he seems to be handling it really well. So, yeah, nothing wrong with putting a well a transplanted Prairie boy, I guess, from the coast, who now lives in the central time zone of of Chicago as your number one. But uh, certainly McDavid would be up there. Vegas winning, yeah, Dubis, especially after that loss in Toronto. That that's a huge story. Jay Woodcroft was a still kind of reverberates a bit through, even though uh, Chris Knobloch, um, who's from Imperial Saskatchewan, has done a very nice job as head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. So I guess, uh, I guess, Rod, at the end, it depends who you cheer for and what's important to you when coming up with your top five. But I would not argue with uh, the ones that you chose. Thank you. Well, I might add, it's the Rod Peterson show, not CNN. So these are my top five stories. So right. Connor Ingram, by the way, from Imperial as well. They are making it the hockey capital. Write it down, Imperial Saskatchewan. Um, let me ask you this, Christmas traditions for the Prince of Base. What do you, it's not much of a break for the NHL, I know that. But what are you looking yeah. forward to? You do get one, though. What are you looking forward to at the holidays? Yeah, I remember when the Oilers, uh, well, the entire NHL would play on Boxing Day. So to get uh, the 23rd, they don't play. And then the 4th, 5th, and 6th before traveling on the 27th seems quite nice, considering many of us will, will flip on the television and watch, um, well, college football or the NFL or NBA. There, there always seems to be sports going on. So we certainly enjoy that for us. Rod, it's uh, Christmas Eve is uh, no meat. Uh, 13 dishes, lots of fish and salads. And then Christmas Day is uh, what I think a lot of people spend Christmas Day with. And, you know, turkey and ham. My wife's German. She makes uh, roulade, which is a, a wonderful treat. And so it's a, it's a mix of heritages. Uh, we usually will try and sneak in some pasta even on Christmas Day. I guess I should say Christmas Eve. We have what's called pasta e sarde, which is pasta with anchovies. Uh, but my mom, God bless her, she Ew. would, she knew, yeah, she knew that everybody didn't like the anchovies. So she would make some with just the regular sauce but no meat like don't i remember once there were a bunch of italian guys we worked together at a at a, at a pop store and we all kind of uh, took an oath that we were going to have steak and i tell you what all of us were scared to go home that night because we thought our mums were going to figure out that on the 24th we'd eat meat so we kept that secret uh, in the vault until this day but their names will remain nameless uh, so that's about the only time i've ever eaten meat on the 24th of uh, december Oh, that's awesome. By the way, you Italians, a very special crew. Um, I'm Obviously, I love them. In Regina vernacular, the Fiaccos, our former mayor, oh, Cartieri, yeah. my former color guy. And I can just think what yeah. the Italians in New York were going through with Dom, Tommy DeVito, the quarterback of the Giants, oh. and that wonderful story. Hey, what a story. Were you following that? Yeah, yeah, it's hard not to follow it, you know. Uh, listen, I always pull for the Italians, uh, whether it's uh, in sport, in life, in, in, in business, uh, as neighbors, as friends. And so to to see what he's done and how just, I mean, he's become a cult hero already, which New York can lend itself to that, certainly if you're a giant and with that Italian background. I think New York has more Italians than anybody but Italy. So uh, there's a huge fan base that would be following him and supporting him. So uh, I love the story. I know being in New York for games against the Islanders Tuesday, the Devils Thursday, and the Rangers Friday. Not sure he would be there on Friday night to watch the Rangers, but I'll certainly ask. 
<laughs> well, it is a wonderful story. And I know that's a great trip and you love it. Gene will be watching. Thanks for fitting us in, man. Merry Christmas and all the best in 2024. Same to you, pal. Take care. Oilers host Gene Principe from Sportsnet checking in from the airport. How about that? What a great guy. He didn't have to do that. By the way, we have some suggestions for our NHL top five that are good ones. So when we come back in overtime, we'll run through the sports update for overtime hockey lanes in Calgary and uh, kick around maybe our final top five lists as we get ready for our year-end show. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Okay, here we go. Thank you. Overtime is brought to you by our friends at Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary, where skill and fun collide. Check them out, Northeast 28th Avenue. It's, uh, well, I've heard Randy, the owner there, explain it as batting cages for hockey. I call it an amusement park for hockey players. Just check them out, Northeast 28th Avenue. And uh, I saw the Okotoks U11 girls team was in there on the weekend. Thank you for tagging us in your reels, by the way. And it's just a fun thing to do. Don't say you're bored. There's nothing to do. I'm bored. Take him to overtime hockey lanes then. It'll be the best time you ever had. Um, so bringing in some audience participation. That's what we do here in overtime. Fake Gainer writing on Twitter. And he says, hey, love the show. Have you ever thought about doing a Festivus-themed show? Love to hear hours, two hours of grievances and maybe award the Jerk of the Year award to Lawnmower Dude. How about Signed, that? blessed. Yeah, you know, that's the one. I'm a, big, I'm a big Seinfeld fan, but I feel embarrassed to say that I never did watch that episode. I Googled it, and it came up on Wikipedia as this. Festivus is a secular holiday celebrated on December 23rd as an alternative to the pressures and commercialism of the Christmas season. Originally created by author Daniel O'Keefe, Festivus entered pop culture after it was made the focus of the 1997 Seinfeld episode, The Strike. The non-commercial holiday celebration as depicted on Seinfeld occurs on December 23rd and includes a Festivus dinner, an unadorned aluminum Festivus pole, practices such as the airing of grievances and feats of strength, and the labeling of easily explainable events as Festivus miracles. The episode refers to it as a Festivus for the rest of us. I never saw that one. So where can I find it? Any idea, Clark? Do you know where we can watch old Seinfeld episodes? YouTube? Netflix? Crave? I can find it somewhere? Okay. Now I know what I will be looking for this week. But we're not going to be doing that this... We got enough! We got enough! Little later on this afternoon, we're going to be taping the year-end special, The Best of the Year. And it's honestly one of my favorite shows. And people, uh, for a lot of reasons, 
This is not, and we're going to do a show of all of the best interviews that we did because there were a lot. Ricky Williams comes to mind. Obviously, Ryan Huska, the Flames coach, coming down to Century Downs. Kelly Rudy, too. Ta uh, Ted Nolan. There were some great ones. But when it's just Darren and I, Clark said today, we need four long segments talking about 2023. And my intuition, it just came to me. It's like, let's do top fives of all our favorite leagues. So the NHL, top five. And I've been through this. I don't want to be too much of a spoiler here today. It's the Rod Peterson Show top five, by the way, not ESPN's. These are the top ones for me. And for the NHL, the number one story was Connor Bedard. For the CFL, the number one story was the Grey Cup. Big upset. Man, was that awesome when you think about it. For the NFL, I had five written down, and they pretty much entirely changed. But what hasn't was my number one NFL story, Tom Brady retiring on February 1st. He did it last year on a beach. It looked like a beach in Pompano. It looked like it was right in front of the beach house. I don't think it was. Darren's top NFL story was Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Like, my God. And I actually think he was serious. And then, so I said four long segments. And the NHL, CFL, NFL, and then other, where we cover all the other leagues. Like, to be honest, Nick Nurse being fired. That was on April 21st as coach of the Raptors. And I did a quick check, because I'm not the biggest NBA guy, obviously. He's got the 76ers in third place in the Eastern Conference, and the Raptors suck. Ah, tune in to the Best Of episode. We'll talk, give more of our thoughts on that. Shohei Otani using the Blue Jays as leverage. Rangers winning the World Series. The Centennial Cup, the Memorial Cup. Lionel Messi coming here to Inter-Miami. You talk about the importance of players. Inter-Miami, last place overall in the MLS, averaging 7,000 fans a game. All of a sudden, they sign Messi, don't lose another game, and sell out every game. It's like 25,000 or something at Drive Pink Stadium. Again, right, the players aren't the most important thing, sure. Somebody did say, and I can't remember who it was here, was it Randy in Winnipeg who wrote in and said, oh, the bar flies, writes in and says, Mike Babcock being hired again has got to be top five. For what? All of five minutes. That might actually, you know, I would not implore our staff to go back and find our thoughts at the time on Mike Babcock being forced to step down in Columbus, which incidentally, he got a multi-million dollar buyout, multi-million dollar buyout, I'm told, to leave Columbus. So it ended up working out for him, other than the public embarrassment, which I'm not sure a guy like Babcock gets embarrassed anyways. Colin in Ottawa says there was too much talent on the Sins to be last in the Eastern Conference. Don't know how DJ Smith is keeping his job. Well, for, that's, there's a lot of that, and thank you, Colin in Ottawa, for writing that. I've seen that so many times. I saw it with Vancouver. I saw that with Philly. Trying to remember who their coach was when they came through, through a Sunrise here. I'm like, this team is playing so terribly, I can't tell whether they're good or not because they're playing so bad. And the fans just want to blame Carter Hart because he's the goalie and they take all the abuse. That's now where Ottawa's at. You can kind of see there's talent, but they're playing so bad that you can't really tell how good they are. You know that they are, Colin. Individually, you can see that talent, but 
He's got to go. And then the owner comes out, Michael Anlauer, and says they're not firing him to the end of the year. I saw that interview. I was watching TSN here. And uh, at the owners' meetings, he's like, I'm just going to be a fan. Great. That's what the world needs. Another billion-dollar owner just being a fan of his team. Wonderful. That's really worked out. Now, yes, they do need to stay out of the way. But, okay, another owner that has no idea what he's doing, I guess. They got Steve Stayos in there as a GM. What a mess. This guy didn't even know what he was buying. As my mom would say, another guy with more money than brains. Okay, thank you so much to our crew for pulling this all together. Thanks for sticking with us and having fun. Thanks to Gene Principe, Stephen Ellis. We'll do it all over tomorrow, noon Eastern, right here on Game Plus and Key Radio. Thank you, everybody. Merry Christmas and happy Festivus for the rest of us. McFly, hello? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.